What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today I do have a impromptu episode of the Current Era Pod. Uh, guys, Javar and I are back. Um, LeBron got hurt. It looks like he's going to be out for a while. Us as diehard Laker fans, we had to have a room to talk, and talk we do. Uh, we we do do a quick pod. It's only about 30 minutes, but we wanted to um, get our takes off. We wanted to talk about what this means for the MVP conversation, what this means for the Lakers, and uh, what it means for the league because LeBron is obviously the driver of everything when it comes to the NBA. So him being gone is a problem. But if you're new to the pod and you like content like this, please hit that subscribe button. I do release content every Monday and Friday, but I guess today is Wednesday, but whatever. That's it, guys. Let's go ahead and get to the episode. All right, man, we're back. Javar, welcome back, man. We have uh, a bit of an emergency on our hands here, which is the main topic and the main reason that we're doing this uh, impromptu NBA pod. Uh, obviously, the trade deadline is in a few days, so we may pump another one of these out if there's any major moves. But with the situation at hand, man, and us being diehard Laker fans, we had to talk about this LeBron James injury. Um, first of all, man, welcome back to the pod. How you doing? Thanks. Uh, yeah, doing good. Glad to be back. Uh, too bad it's in these circumstances, but, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll make it through. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it's funny because last time we spoke, you know, we, we talked about how serious we thought AD's injury was. And as it stands, you know, he still doesn't – I mean, he, he doesn't look like he's close to coming back. Um, and it's been about a month and a month and a, a, month and a half, I think, at this point. Yeah. Um, but one thing we, we, we talked about in the last pod – along with AD was LeBron. And we talked about how, you know, him, him going down is just, just that's literally the worst possible scenario. Like that's, that's like darkest timeline. It, it, I mean, it, at least this injury is just an ankle injury and it did look bad. Uh, a high ankle sprain is nothing to be, um, to be happy about. I mean, isn't that what I, you had? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Like I, I had a high ankle sprain in my senior year of high school and I was out for eight weeks. Um, Ooh. I mean, obviously, LeBron, you know, he's he's always that guy that takes care of his body. And he's been doing it for 18 years, man. So, I mean, hopefully he can get back. But give me your give me your thoughts, man. Like first first on the injury itself. And then we'll, we'll, we'll talk big picture. Yeah, I mean, it looked like you said, it looked bad. Uh, even at the time, uh, I was like, "Ooh, it, it rolled in and it was a high ankle sprain. And then he tried to he tried to play it off. I was like, man, if he could play through that. I mean, he's he's seen it so many times with LeBron. He'll sprain his ankle and just kind of walk it off and tie his shoes up tighter, and he'll you know he'd be good. Yep. And you know you usually forget about it. I mean, he's had a uh, I think a uh, ankle sprain or ankle injury on the injury report for the last few weeks, and it, you know you couldn't tell any difference in his play. Right. Um. So to to see him, you know writhing in pain and you know all the noise he was making it was like oh man this is this is bad mm-hmm. um and then to see that he couldn't play through it i mean he could basically just shot one shot and try to play defense one time down it's like oh this is not gonna work yeah and um you know you can see his frustration walking off the court you can just tell it's gonna be bad and uh i mean you we just gotta hold on at this point you could you could only hope that you know his history has, has been kind to him and he recovers quickly and he could be back in a, in a couple of weeks, and uh, you know I don't know. It's it's one thing to be back; it's another thing to be back back and like you know be a hundred percent you know strength in that ankle. Yeah. John Morant had a high ankle sprain early this year, and he's still not really all the way back. You see, he'll have like a couple games where he's you know barely cracks fifteen. 
Um, so, you know, I, I, I doubt, you know, LeBron's so smart. He knows how to, how to play, but you know, the, we, there's not a lot of time left in the season. Um, though we just finished the all-star break, we're, we're, we're about the halfway point, but this is a short season. Yeah. Season and, ends in the middle of May this year. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of unusual. Usually we're used to an ending like, like early May. second week of April. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's somehow better yeah. to where, yeah. May is usually, you know, first round or second round. Yep. Um, but, um, so that kind of throws my calendar off, but you know, it, it's still, even with that said, it's, it's not, you know, if he, he'll get back some point with maybe like, you know, 15 games left in a season, uh, you know, you'd hope at least, and hopefully that's enough time for him to iron out the kinks and who knows where the Lakers will be in the standings at that point. I mean, I don't, yeah. That, that's that's really the main concern up front because it doesn't look like this would be a long term injury for LeBron. Hopefully, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, knock on wood. So, you know, he, he, you don't want to rush it back. You want him to be healthy for the playoffs and just pray that he can we can have a healthy you know healthy stars at least for the most part for the playoffs. And um, I don't know. I'm kind of just rambling at this point because that's kind of just where my mind goes. It's just like okay, in the in the in the short term, it's such uncharted territory with this team that we're running out here that we don't really know. I mean, can they be as good as like the OKC Thunder? You know, just win a couple games, maybe be 500. I mean, that's probably best case scenario. So we're just looking like okay, are we about to be the play-in? Are we about to be? <laughs> can we hold on to a top six seed? You know, you just yeah. don't know with this with this team that we're running out here. And us as fans, I mean, what is your level of confidence? Let me let me let you talk well, a little bit. So yeah, so it's it's tough, man, because you know th- this is another thing that you stated in the last probably did. Like we are a two trick pony. We have LeBron, we have AD, and then we have filler. And without those two guys, we're nothing. Now, obviously, that I mean that that pretty much is the same for anybody across the league. Like without Paul George and Kawhi, the Clippers are nothing. Without mm-hmm. KD and Kyrie, the, I mean, you know, you, you, you get where I'm going. Um, so, I mean, obviously lo- losing your two best players is going to hurt. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's so tough because, you know, I, I, I would love for LeBron to take as much time as he needs to recover from this high ankle sprain. Um, our, our last game is May 16th, which is very late. That's pretty much he, he's got about two months at this point. I mean, a, a little less than two months, but. Him, him. I don't. I don't expect this to be a season-ending thing. So let let, let me just say that I, I I don't want to put it in the air that he needs to be out that long because I I don't expect him to be. Um, let's assume a month. Yeah. So let's 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 let's, let's play safe and let's say it's thirty days from now. So that, that puts us at the end of April, um, where he'll he'll have about ten to fifteen games to ramp back up for the for the playoffs, which is which is good, man. But. Oof. Uh, it's it's kind of like you said. Like, are we going to be limping in into the postseason? Like, yeah, we, are these going to be high stress games where like every yeah. game is a must win to yeah. proceeding, or you know, just to make it in? I mean, I yeah, and you know, that's, that's 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 kind of another question that gets into my next point about you know the Lakers as a franchise. Like, you know, we're we, I mean, earlier in the year, you know, we were we were riding high on LeBron and AD. We just got a championship. We were looking good at some stretches. I mean, we've been number one for the longest, but. At this point, I think we're third behind Phoenix and uh, the Clippers, I think. So, you know, we, we, we are slipping in the standings. I mean, 28 and 15 isn't bad, but I feel like 
Laker fans need to expect a losing streak and it's about to get ugly. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I don't think people really realize how ugly it yeah. might get actually. Yeah, it's it's probably gonna be bad. Like we we <laughs> we might be like two and eight in our next ten games. Like it's uh it's uh you know, so just be prepared. It's gonna be tough. I mean, we're starting Devontae Kaycock for goodness sakes tonight. And look, this dude has never started an NBA game. Oh, uh he's one of our two way players, so it's it's just tough, man. I mean, have not not have LeBron and AD. I mean, they're such huge parts of what we do. So, um, it's it's going to be an interesting next few weeks. Um, I I will try my best to keep my interest and watch as many games as I can, but it's it's going to be tough. So, okay, what about this? Is there any the trade deadline is coming up? Is there any yeah. you know? Do you think the Lakers are going to do anything? Well, so th- I mean. That's weird. This LeBron thing could be a blessing in disguise. Like maybe this will they force almost our feel hand. like they have to do something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I think we do have to do something. Um, you know, there's there's some people on Lakers Twitter that think THT is untouchable, and let me tell you right now, um, he's fucking out of here. Like, like Kuz, THT. Like I will literally trade anybody to get somebody that can help us right now. Um, I mean, obviously Demarcus Cousins is still that free agent, but. Bro, like, and I know that you don't like this guy, but I will take a flyer on Lamarcus Aldridge at, at this point. I mean, he can he can still score. I hope. Oh, at this um, point, yeah. I mean, we need somebody to score. So. Yeah, we, we 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 need somebody to to put the ball in the freaking bucket. Uh, Dennis Schroeder's little sixteen points tonight. I don't. I don't he needs think help. We, yeah, he can't. Yeah, be the only like, one out here. he he can't be the number one on any team. So, um, I would I would love to try to trade and get a Lamarcus Aldridge at the deadline. Or I mean, throw throw everything we can and try to get Bradley. I, I I don't know. I mean, even 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 Oladipo will help. I mean, n- not to say that he could be a number one guy for us, but he could still score to an extent. So, so um, the, yeah. the front office has to weigh: is it worth? You know, it, you know the chemistry works with the with the players you got. Um, yeah. is, is so the front office has to has to gamble: is it worth? You know making a short-term move for seating now, I mean, and will really actually help? Well, how much right. will Marcus Aldridge help or uh, Oladipo or, you know, I, I, you know, whoever else is out there? Um, and and how, how would they mesh when LeBron and AD, AD gets back? Like, is yeah. it worth that kind of gamble to mess up the chemistry? What about Cousins? I mean, he's he's still out there as a guy. He's a free agent. I mean, do you, do you, yeah, do you think he's like trying to take a flyer on, on him? Yeah. I don't see why not, except for he didn't look that great with Houston. Maybe they just think he doesn't have it. Okay. And, and also, they're worried about how he'll affect the defense, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, there's been a couple reports out there from various sources at this point that Andre Jump, Drummond is pretty much staying in LA. I mean, if you check on social media, he's always commenting on Lakers stuff and like Lakers player stuff. Like the guys that look like he's, you know, already signed up to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe it's possible that right after the trade deadline, the, the Cavs cut a move. I mean, cut a deal to uh, wave him and buy him out. Yeah. And maybe, maybe he signs with the Lakers right after the deadline. Maybe that'll help. Uh, I mean, Anthony Davis, maybe he's maybe, you know, a week or two away. Hopefully. So, so, you know, maybe that's reinforcements on the way as well. And, you know, maybe someone like Kuzma or THT just, you know, takes this opportunity to shine. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. And maybe that's just one of those things that, you know, we have like a 15-game stretch that guys raise their game and show what more they can do. I'm I'm almost on the – I don't feel like – like on one hand, I, I I feel panicked, but and we should, like I wouldn't mind if they make a move. But on the other hand, I kind of get why they probably won't. Mm-hmm. 
So, like I said, Lakers fans listening, if if you're if you're out there, just just buckle up because it's. <laughs> I, I, th- I think we're just gonna be taking lumps. I think it's just gonna yeah. be like. It's going to be you know, uh, it's going to be must win, Lakers. must win games against the Cleveland Cavs and Orlando Magic coming up because <laughs> right after that is the Milwaukee Bucks and then you got the Clippers and, and you know all these teams want to lump us so it's going to be rough yeah I don't know it's a just, lot of these games are nationally televised too I mean even tonight oh, yeah. as we record this we're playing New Orleans and even though New Orleans record wise isn't that good, they have a lot of young talent, so they're probably going to kill us tonight. But yeah, Zion about to eat on Kcop and whoever <laughs> else is down there. Yeah, man. So let's 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 move on a little bit. Let's talk about the MVP race. Um, you know, obviously Joel Embiid, who's hurt now, was the front runner um, in a lot of people's minds before he got hurt, having a monster season. Philadelphia is still doing really well without him, so I'm happy for that. Um, but now the second cog in that MVP race, some some would say the first was LeBron. And now that he's gone, I mean, who's who? I mean, is the freaking uh, Jokic from to really win MVP with Denver? Like, who? Who's your who's your dark horse? And how do you think this whole LeBron injury affects the MVP race? Honestly, I, I don't. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it's anybody. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be really a front runner. I think. I mean, the Nuggets are in the you know the fifth seed or the fourth seed. That's uh, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know they're, they're just not like they're really ins- that inspiring of a team. So I mean he's having a great season, but you know uh, if Dame Lillard you know drags the Blazers to a, a home court advantage, you know maybe it's possible. Maybe Luca gets hot, uh, mm-hmm. even more hot, and, and you know they get something going. Um, and you know at this point maybe voters just be like, well if Embiid makes it back and he plays fifty plus games, that's enough. Or same for LeBron. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's just going to come down to whatever voters want. I don't think there's going to be a guiding narrative here where there's going to be a favorite unless somebody just goes absolutely bonkers. Um, who I don't think is is, is going to win is Giannis, even though he's <laughs> putting up great numbers. I think God, they're just going to be like, look, man, look, we can't give you three MVPs in a row when we never get, gave that to LeBron or Jordan or uh, you know, Kobe, you know, Shaq. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's only like Bird, Wilt, and – uh, Russell, the only people who had that. Wow. Then they don't want to give Giannis that. And and Burr, Will, and Russell all had championships by that time too. Yeah. So sorry, yeah, Giannis. Man. This is probably not gonna happen. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, the, I, I don't I just don't think Jokic, even though if he puts up numbers, I, I I doubt they're gonna do it. So I, I think I think Jokic will drive the conversation, but what I'm about to say is gonna tie into my next point about LeBron again and how much I don't I don't think people realize how much media and content LeBron James drives for ESPN or FS1 or TNT or anybody like they're like this is something that me and you have talked about often as far as like LeBron LeBron is bigger than the game and he he drives so much narrative for for all these talk shows and these these hosts I think I think like the league is really going to suffer for him not playing for an extended period of time and you know, no disrespect to Jokic, but having him as the front runner of the MVP conversation is is is, is it going to be laughable? Like, is, is it going to be like like this guy? Like, is is, is he that's the best the saying. league has to offer? That's what I'm, that's why I kind of think it might just default to LeBron or Jokic. I mean, to Embiid because I just don't think that they're going to look at. They just want to have that stain in history. Just pick, you know, it's, it's just going to be like a. They might as well have an asterisk on the season. It's just going to look real weird if you know. If, yeah. 
if Jokic is the MVP and, and I don't know, some random team ends up winning a championship, the Phoenix Suns or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. I mean, hopefully, like I said, ho- hopefully, you know, Ron can get back soon or sooner rather than later. But um, that was quick. a good point, though. Sorry, I, I just want to say that was a good point about the media. I, I, I wanted to let that cook a little bit because I, I, guys like Skip Bayless, I mean, they're going to be missing LeBron. They're going to be – I mean, he's actually – when when we missed the playoffs the first year with the Lakers, they were they were missing him then. You could tell then. Yeah. So that's kind of – it's probably going to be like that. With all these uh, national TV games, it's definitely going to be glaring too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, real quick, I, I want to kind of jump back to AD real quick. Um, you know, there was – I thought I read a report from either Mike Trudell or somebody else from the, from the Lakers uh, – saying that 80 might be like a week and a half to two weeks away. How, how do you feel about that? Because, I mean, like, like we talked about, I'm not sure if, I mean, obviously it, it's been a long time and it's, it's been a month and a half, two months, but do you think he's rushing to get back now because, you know, we're, we're a man down with LeBron and do you think he's, he's ready? I mean, probably to an extent, but uh, you got to get back in basketball shape. You don't want to miss too much time and, and be too rusty. So. Yeah. Uh, on one hand, I mean, you could get back and then not like go balls to the wall right now. You know, you could get back and still work yourself back, even him as a, as a presence and, you know, just him getting his cardio. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just saying, like, just being back can help. That doesn't mean that they gotta, five minutes exactly, they got to play in 40 minutes a night. Yeah, it's, it's, you could just work him back. And then if he needs to take a, a, a game off or two, the next stretch, she'll do his thing. Just treat it still like a rehab, like he's coming back. Yeah. That's how it played anyway. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it, it's, it's so crazy because, you know, we suffered for so long. I mean, and I, I say so long, but, you know, there's franchises that are still suffering since I was born. Um, but anyway, like, the, you know, there's a uh, Knicks. <laughs> but, you know, like we've we've been we've we've been through this like this. This just, you know, putting out nameless, faceless guys on our on our roster and having to watch the product like. I don't know. It it, it kind of reminds me of rooting for like Xavier Henry and uh, Ramon Sessions and you know guys like that. I just those were really dark times, man. I'm not ready to go back. <laughs> well, at least those times we were actively rooting to lose. This time you're rooting to win, and 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 also you you know it's kind of like it's very temporary. Like you know it's almost yeah. like a bad dream. Like you know that the the good guys are coming back. <laughs> the cavalry is coming. Yeah. Let, let let's talk about. If, you know, if the Lakers end up at the bottom of the playoffs, mm-hmm. like how much would that suck for like the Utah Jazz or like the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> These teams are going to ham, uh, you know, while everybody's struggling, coming back from the pandemic and with the protocols. These these young these teams like that are you know, 100 percent and winning all these games. Nobody really take them that serious. But like, would that suck to get the number one seed? And, <laughs> you know, you play like the Lakers in the eight seed. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hilarious. I mean, I mean, honestly, they it's possible. Uh, I mean, we're we're not that. I mean, we're, let's see. What are we? We're like four and a half games up from the eighth spot right now, which is crazy. The 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 West is just so stacked. Yeah, two so, bad I mean, weeks could have us uh, yeah. in the night seat. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, man, it's 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 so tough. I mean, honestly, I I I think we can beat anybody on any floor if we're one hundred percent healthy, and I know that that team believes that too, but um. I mean, look, it's very possible that, that we can slip that far. Like, four and a half games is not a lot of games to be up on anybody. So, uh, 
it's very possible that the 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 one two seed in the playoffs could be facing the Lakers and the Warriors in the first round, which would be hilarious for any <laughs> in, any ball club facing those two teams in the first round. But yeah, crazy. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, trade deadline, man. The trade deadline is uh as, as we record this on Tuesday, the trade that de- trade deadline is on Thursday. You know what time? I think two or three p.m. something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I don't know so I mean. There's there's a lot of rumors and speculation. We talked about Andre Drummond earlier. Um, Mark Stein from the New York Times. He's with New York Times now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's reported. Um, he, he did a big article on a lot of moving parts and a lot of players. But one player in particular I want to discuss who actually demanded a trade. Apparently, is Aaron Gordon, uh, the former number four pick for the Orlando Magic dunk contest extraordinaire who could never win one, unfortunately, but. Um, he's demanded a trade, man. Uh, I, I'm not sure of his destinations, but I think he can really help a team. He's a really good, young, athletic player. He can do a lot on the offensive end. Um, his IQ and his defense may need to catch up, but um, he's I, I really think he's a good wing, and he, he can help any team, really. Uh, what's your thought on Eric Gordon demanding a trade, and you know, uh, wh- wh- what do you see potential destinations for him? Yeah, honestly, I... I it's about that time. Uh, I felt like he shouldn't have signed an extension to stay there. Um, I think he wanted the money. Yeah, it had to have been the money. Uh, but I think he he needs uh, opportunity to be on a on, on a on a better organization, better coaching staff. Not to say Steve Clifford was a bad coach, but you know just better stability in a in a team that can put him in a better position to succeed instead of just expecting him to be uh, a number one guy, number two guy like that. Um, so. I'm I'm cool with it. Hopefully he does get traded. Um, I would like to see. Well, I, hopefully not in the West. Nowhere in the. I don't want him to see him. I don't want to see him in Portland or Denver. Those two rumored right. destinations. Um, but I think uh, Boston will be good for him. Mm. Um, uh, honestly, I think the Mavs should try to get in on that. Um, but I don't know if they really got anything to offer. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think. Um, him, him moving anywhere, basically anywhere that has more of a winning culture, can pay dividends. I don't think it'll be like a a, a, a destination spot like he wants because all those spots are filled up with contenders, except for like the Knicks. Yeah, he wants to go to the Knicks. Wow. Um, what okay. about the Warriors? <laughs> if they traded Ubre, I don't know. Yeah, they probably did know. get rid of. Wiseman too, right? Or or the pick? Mm, uh, maybe their own pick. Uh, because I I don't think Aaron Gordon is quite in in that much of an asset. I mean, I don't know. Um, it'll have to be something like that. Like I don't think they have to give up. Well, yeah, it, it may be <laughs> maybe the Minnesota. I I don't know. Like because uh, they're also looking at like Bogdanovich in Golden State, and mm-hmm. it's, and it's like a similar package like Ubre and their own pick and some stuff like that. Um, I, I just assume Aaron Gordon was a similar value, but maybe, oh, okay. maybe it's, maybe he might be a little more. I don't know. I mean, think? I think, I, I think Orlando looks at like at Aaron Gordon is like their guy. I mean, he's their best player. So Who's I bitch? feel like they're going to demand more. Uh, I mean, he's their all-star, but I don't know when, when I think of Orlando, I don't think of Vucevic. I think of Aaron Gordon. That's just me. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's, but I, it's, it's tough. Like I, I, I do think he'll do well in Boston, depending on what they'll have to give up. Um, a lot of people are ready for that old regime to go, and I'm talking about Kimber Walker and Marcus Smart. Um, I mean, in um, Boston, 
Boston's just so weird. Like they ain't like eight spot right now. Yeah, like Brad Stevens is like calling guys out left and right. And can we talk about uh, them right quick? Yeah, man. Like, I actually I'm, just I was just listening <laughs> to a, a podcast earlier, and they were reporting that it's it's basically some 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 stank chemistry stuff going there. It says Marcus Smart, <clears throat> excuse me, Marcus Smart pretty much feels like he's going to get traded. Uh, he's basically being a cancer. And then Tristan mm. Thompson, his ass can't stay out the club. So he keep like <laughs> messy. They keep having to uh, hold him back from games for the pro- protocol reasons. So everybody's looking at him sideways for that. So, you know, that's kind of like a, a messed up situation there. So I don't wow. know. That's, it's kind of just, and then ever since Jason Tatum uh, and, the, and maybe some others caught COVID, uh, especially particularly Tatum, he hasn't really, all the way been there and he's admitted that like he's hasn't had had his uh his stamina all the way and his game hasn't all the way come back and then yeah kimba walker man that's uh that, that deal didn't work out <laughs> i think it's sad man Ter- terry rosier is playing better than him right now so yeah and with charlotte so yeah and, uh, or 21 and 22 good lord they are the number eight seed yeah they got to do something I think I think Boston will probably be one of those teams that's more active uh, along this trade deadline, and I also think Golden State is going to be another one of those teams that's very active uh, around the trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised to see either one of those teams make moves. Um, honestly, both of them are probably just a guy away from making a deep playoff run, so it, it'll be interesting interesting to see what happens. Um, what about real quick? What about Houston? <laughs> they just ended a twenty game losing streak. Uh, mm-hmm. Poor, poor Steven Silas. Um, yeah, like, you saw that video of him when they lost 19 straight? No, yeah. 20 straight? Yeah, 20 he straight. Just, he was looking so depressed. It was like, man. Yeah. And, and, and you know, this, this, this is something that we talked about when he got the job. Um, you know, mm-hmm. a sure black, black coach gets an opportunity, and uh, I don't want to say the team quits on him because, I mean, they, they just don't have talent. But to they lose set him 20. Up to fail. Yeah, like they're, they're setting him up to fail, losing 20 games in a row. Like, hopefully. But but I, I will say this, a lot of coaches around the league are, are are trying to root for him and like, you know, even even white coaches are sticking their necks out uh for him and saying, Hey, you know, it's not his fault necessarily, you know, hopefully he gets another shot type thing. So um as tough as it is for black coaches to get a job in this league or any professional sports league, it's just it it just you you, you hate to see it. Like a twenty game losing streak, that's just pathetic. Um wow. Cause that hangs on your record forever. That's, yeah. You know, you hold that, but um, hopefully, hopefully they, uh, you know, get a good pick this year and uh, build a decent team around whoever they select. And he gets a better shot next year to actually yeah. try to win. But um, I, th- I think Houston has to do something. The, the good thing for them is that they just got Christian Wood back. Um, but Oladipo is probably one of those guys that's going to be gone. Do you see like a potential destination spot for him or landing spot? Again, I think Denver probably going to be in the mix for that because I think they, you know, they probably can't roll out there with Gary Harris as their starter. And um, but I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I, I don't know who. I think whoever trades for him just is going to accept that he's going to be a rental because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is enthused to try to give him an extension or pay him right now. So um, when it, you know, if that's maybe when it comes down to the deadline. Houston realizes that teams aren't willing to give up much for him, and it comes down to just just a salary swap. So maybe a team like Golden State might just say, "Ah, eh, screw it. All right, Ubre for Oladipo. Just see what happens," or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's probably more likely because I like I don't think anybody is is just you know itching to to trade for him right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, before we end it, man, I, I want to talk about two more things really quick. First, I want to talk about the Hornets uh, and Lamelo Ball. It's currently sitting in the six seed. They're at twenty one and twenty one. He uh, just broke his wrist, tried to land on it after a uh, dunk attempt, I think. And um, originally, you know, the report was he was going to be out for the season, but he got a mm-hmm. second opinion, and now he's had surgery, and it looks like he'll be back in about four to five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get your thoughts on Lamelo, man, and how how he's been this year, rookie of the year, front runner, and uh, his his current injury status. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a blow initially because it's like, man, this this kid is actually making the Charlotte Hornets of all teams, like actually exciting to watch. (laughs) Relevant. Um, Yeah, relevant. And frankly, he was looking like, you know, maybe behind Luca and Zion, like the the third, you know, guy. I mean, he's looking like all around stud. So, um, and he's, you know, he still will be that. So glad to see that hopefully he could be come back later in the season. Uh, Maybe the Hornets can hold on. Uh, in their seating and, and you know maybe whether it's maybe not the sixth seed I don't know but play in kind of contention mm-hmm. which they should in the East and um, you know I'd be glad to, it'd be nice to have him back if he is able to come back yeah and uh, one last team man the Atlanta Hawks cook uh, cook no. <laughs> Nate McMillan had these guys on an eight game winning streak uh, they just lost hey. the other night but shout out to Nate McMillan like. Wow, uh, the Hawks are currently the five seed. Um, they're playing better. They're sharing the ball. Uh, they they did have a little easy schedule, but whatever. Um, I've been getting good a teams. lot of yeah, yeah. I mean, they they beat us with LeBron, didn't they? I think so. Uh, he played a quarter. Oh, that, that's right. No, that's not the game he got hurt in. That's not. It was. No, it he... was Saturday during the day. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. But anyway. Um, uh, I'm getting a lot of people telling me, you know, we, I need to talk about the Hawks because the Hawks are on an eight-game win streak. Talk about the Hawks. So here it is. The Hawks on an eight-game win streak. And uh, they're number five. They're probably going to make the playoffs. So good for them. Uh, I'm glad Gallinari's back out there healthy. And I'm that's, glad. That's the difference. I mean, I feel yeah. like he's playing, like he's resurrected. <laughs> and they're defending a lot better. And, you know, just looking generally more cohesive. And I'm not that surprised at that. Um, Nate McMillan is, if all things, he's he's a good baseline coach. I mean, like a 7 yeah. out of 10. Like, he might not win you a championship, but he'd make you good. Yep. So. Totally agree. Or he'll make you compete, at least, which um, which the, the, the Hawks have been doing. And I'm happy for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. But, look, man, this was meant to be a very quick pie. We just wanted to cover the LeBron injury. Uh, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later, and hopefully nothing else befalls him because he's been a tank, and hopefully he can keep that title up. Um, but I really appreciate you doing this pod with me, man. Appreciate it. No doubt.